Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jamie Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. So here we are. Here we are. Banking episodes, because you're going to be gone. I'll be gone. And uh, we're recording this uh, shortly after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. How was your gathering? You went to your brother's house? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. had a great time. In my neighborhood. In your hood. Did not stop by. No. Oh. No, 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 no. I, did, I didn't even wave. No. Nope. I, did, I didn't even pass and wave. Did you pass my house? Yeah. Yeah, right, right down Ravine, huh? Yeah. Nah. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, well, I didn't go down Ravine. Oh, no. What's the road? Is that Empire? Yeah. Okay. I was going down Empire. Yeah. And then I saw Ravine. And you're like, uh-uh. I was just like, ah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, you might have you might have found me sitting outside smoking a cigar or something. Well, no, you can't. I can't because you're typically in the back. No, when it's cold, yeah. When it is cold, I'm typically in the back. When it's when it's nice, I'm in the back, uh, unless the sun is beating down. But that's not happening because mm. sometimes it's too too hot. I, for I can't you. sit in the sun. Your head burns. Uh, everything. And then, but yeah. So um, no, you wouldn't have seen me. No, actually, I was very present uh, at the uh, at the Thanksgiving day. I didn't hide. You know, well, you know what? I'm really proud of you. Smaller gathering this yeah, year. Okay, so, okay. yeah. You didn't just hang out in the bathroom like uh, normal? No, no, I don't. I didn't hide at all. It was, it was good. Yeah, good time, good food. No, nah, it was good, man. Like, uh, So we had like a CG Thanksgiving on yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Our community group, you know, so we had a thing. Michelle made a fantastic turkey. Oh, I definitely went and sat like afterwards. Everyone's like in the living room, not living room, in the dining room. In the, I just in got the parlor. Up, in the parlor. And I got up and I'm like... I'm going to go over here. And I just like went on uh, into the living room, sat on the couch and started to fall asleep. It was this after you put on your gray sweatpants. Nope. Uh, nope. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to, but no, I did the same thing over at my brother's house. I went and had some, uh, some Turkey, had some good food and then went and sat on his couch and finished watching. Uh, I think it was Cowboys Raiders. Oh yeah. Eli and the, they were watching uh bears lions. Of course it's always on. And uh, like just trying to, well, I don't yeah. know what they're fighting for. Who's the worst team? <laughs> so he, he's, we don't, we don't watch cable. Yeah. We have it in the house. We don't watch it. My dad watches it down in his apartment. Okay. And, uh, but Eli spent like 30 minutes talking to Comcast, trying to get it all set up so they could have it upstairs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then they got stuck watching that mess. It was a horrible, horrible game. <laughs> horrible game. Uh, he's, he's, I, I, I'm like, so I don't even know. I don't. I haven't been following any of it, and I'm like, so uh, how bad? Is he? he goes, the team. And this is my son talking. He goes, the team's not that bad. The coach, though, is, you know, it's his last. This is last game. He's, he's, well, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be. It was, oh, did it, uh, it was. It was announced. I think Tuesday, some report came out that you know he's going to be fired after the game, and then I think uh, the ownership went and the president went. You know, with the players and coaches said none of that's true. It's not oh, true. Oh, wow. Which really shows how crappy of an ownership this is. <laughs> like, they should have. Listen. All right. You know how they talk about. They talk about uh, lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. business owners, they, they, they only have the business to maintain a certain lifestyle. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, it's not really about growing the business or trying to expand the business. It's just maintaining the lifestyle that I'm accustomed to because mm-hmm. I don't really care. That's the McCaskies. Mm. They have a certain lifestyle that they're accustomed to. They don't care whether Chicago wins or loses. They don't care if the Bears thrive or die. As long as they receive and get their money, don't even care. They won't put money into what needs to be done. Yeah. Which is yes, Nagy needs to go. And we yeah, we need a quality line. Everything. I'm just gonna go through it. Well for all of you non sports people, 
our apologies. For what? <laughs> I'm just going through it. No, I'm, I'm, cu- I'm, I'm, I'm curious. This is called curious. This is banter. I'm curious about it because I just, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can I enjoy a good football game. and uh, I, I just can't wait till Chicago has a new team. They've been talking about it for years. Now yeah. that the Bears are looking to go to Arlington Heights, take over the racetrack there, like rebuild, demolish and rebuild there. Uh, they're talking about a second team coming into Chicago, taking over Soldier Field. Yeah, um, Could be interesting. I'm just going to start. I've been really debating. I might just start going for the Raiders. I mean, I've been going to Vegas before Basically, they yeah, got there. Yeah, you, uh, it's my second home. Why not? Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> at least, at least I want to be with it. I want to be able to cheer for a team that's got like a winning attitude. They might not have the winning record, yep. but they've got that winning attitude. Yep. Just play well. Yeah, that makes me happy. So, uh, so you okay? So Thanksgiving. I think they're six and five now, right? Yeah. All right. What? Sorry, I think the Raiders are six. And oh, five. Raiders! I was like, that's not the Bears. No, All no. Right. All right, go ahead. So, uh, you're, so, yeah, so Thanksgiving, right? We, Thanksgiving. I was thinking about this. You went to your brother. Was this the first time your brother hosted Thanksgiving at his house? At, at the new house, at the yeah. new house first. Oh, so he's hosted it before, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So we we typically it's either at Dustin's house or my house, and we we try to flip back and forth for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So if he mm-hmm. does Christmas, I'll do Thanksgiving. Right, right. If he does Thanksgiving, I'll do Christmas. Cool. And um, does he is he hospitable like you are? Is he is he kind of wired that way? Oh, is... he's a lot more hospitable. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yes. I'm kind of like you guys know where things are at. Just go get it. But he likes bringing people in and oh taking yeah care yeah of them. That's yeah cool. he's very good at that. Very good at that. So why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about hospitality during the holidays? Because, you know, there's a a lot of people are going to get invited over to places. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are going to have the opportunity to invite people yeah. into their life or into their home. And I think also a lot of people are, you know, uncomfortable or nervous about hospitality because... Well, maybe they feel like they've got to measure up to a certain standard that they've seen somewhere else, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. maybe they think like they don't have the the capacity to be hospitable. So why don't we talk about like how people should be thinking about hospitality throughout this uh, this month in particular, December? Yeah, I, I like it. Let's do it. So when we're talking about hospitality, we, we've talked about it on the podcast. You know, I always say that hospitality is treating outsiders like insiders. Mm. Um, you know, if you look up you know, your Bible dictionaries, basically it's it's receiving guests or strangers graciously and treating them, you know, with kindness and, and generosity. And speaking of which, thank you for the Perrier. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I got Jimmy a can of Perrier put out there, and then he pulls out a bottle of Perrier <laughs> that he carries with him. But instead of just drinking his own Perrier, he's drinking my office Perrier. Yeah. First really of all, good. I hate that we, that I have my own office Perrier. That sounds really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, You're pretty highfalutin. I know. Huh. I, 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 James I, McDonald much? Yeah, I know. But that little tiny can is more of an Owen ha- uh, can. It's a little very Why? small. Because it's tiny. Why? Look how tiny. Like, Listen, here's the like thing. This, I'm, the, I'm not the, even trying to set you up. I'm not even I, trying no, I, to set no, you up I for know, these things. I know, I <laughs> These little tiny Perrier cans, you know. So if somebody that has little tiny hands can hold this and they can feel manly. You know, look, their hand, look how big my hand looks holding this can. Yeah. Right See? Um, all right, so. What when we're when we're talking about hospitality, mm-hmm. what are some things that make hospitality uncomfortable for people, both as hosts and guests? What are some things that come to your mind? Well, I think as hosts, I mean, there's there's the stress of I I'm hoping people are going to enjoy themselves, right? So there's the stress of making sure that everything is set up right, that everything's on time, especially dinner. If you if you invite people over, think about like Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. or things like that. You're kind of timing everything so that food is ready at the time you said it's going to be ready yep right 
And so I think there's there's a bit of stress in the preparation of it. For sure. Getting the house in order, getting the spread laid out, making sure that, you know, when people are coming in, it doesn't uh, um, look like a tornado came through. Right. Because I think even though we wouldn't do it to others, we assume others would judge us. Well, I think that's that's a that that principle right there is a really big one that and I've seen I've heard this more from women over the years in ministry than I have from men that um oh you know I don't I can't bring people into the house because it's such a mess that they'll judge me and I always ask them well would you judge them if you went into their mm, house and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't perfect and they go no and of I'm course saying, not well why are you thinking that they would so either you do mm. and that's why you think they're going to do it to you or you don't but you don't think that they have the same character that you do or maybe you know them and they are that way yeah but yeah. but there's there's something there like there is definitely a, a stress associated with i don't want people to uh, on the one hand i want people to come here and have a good time uh, on the other hand i don't want people to come in here and judge me yeah for not so like the stress at, the stress at our house is like michelle's fan michelle is extremely hospitable and she loves having people over and she loves going all out and for me, I'm like, just throw some food at them and they're going to be happy, right? Like, let's just have it. It'll look nice. I'm sure it's going to be great. Don't worry about it. Lunchables. Lunchables. But she goes above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And that's because she, not because she thinks people are going to judge her. That's that's not right. her feeling. Right. But because she's like, I want to bless and I want to like, yeah. I want people to leave feeling loved. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, that's great. That's- like, I, I, I'm putting in this effort because I, I, I'm i not just throwing something together. I want you to know how valued you are to me in this. Because the, there certainly are people that practice a kind of hospitality to show off where it's about yeah, them. That's me. It's like, come, come, <laughs> come and check out what I have done mm-hmm. or check out me. And then or take a look at this tree. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about your tree. <laughs> what happened? So let, what happened? Let, me, let me ask you this. Oh, why, why are you asking? What are we when, asking? When you, when, you, when you got that, okay, is there, a, is there a, another name for a tree when it's taller than a house, but you still try to put it in the house? Is there, <laughs> is there I don't know, I don't know the sizing of trees goes. So when, when, when you put your tree up, yeah, I'm sure you were like, man, like God's creation, mm-hmm. so good, smells good, it's going to look Smelled good, fantastic. it's going to be nice, you know? Um, but did you ever have any thoughts like, that tree's better than everybody else's tree? Does, does that ever enter into your mind? Does, wait. Did, did you did, did I ever have the thought this tree is better than everybody else's tree? Yeah. I I don't think I said better. Oh well, what did you say? You oh I just I, I just asked if you had the thought. Yeah yeah I never oh. I never said better. But so you must have said something then. Uh I said it's it's this is a big tree. Uh-huh, it's okay. bigger. Right. Yeah. So there it's, wasn't any comparison. It was not, in, not a it, lot of comparison going on. No, well good. no because the grand room. I mean, there's only so many grand rooms out there. Yeah. And so it's hard to kind of compare. <laughs> with <laughs> Because <laughs> it wouldn't be fair to compare your tree to other trees if they're not even in a grand room. Well, that's exactly. Yeah. How, how, apples to apples. You got living room. You got, got grand room. You got great room, but you got grand room. Grand yeah, room. Yeah, that's different. So we sat there last night. And, uh, By the so, way, look at Jimmy's Instagram. You'll see this, uh, this tree. So it took, us, it, it took us a while to put it up, right? It took us a while to put up. And then it's got, you know, fishing line and everything just to make sure it's secured. And um, I'm sitting there looking at it and I go, Michelle. Remember when we went to New York for New Year's and we sat at that, at that hotel? She's like, yeah. I'm like, 
that tree is the same size as the tree that they had in the lobby. <laughs> I was like, it's we, a big tree. we have a lobby tree. It's funny, but you do have a lobby tree. We That's a, what it is. It's a have, lobby tree. We have a lobby tree. It's not the Rockefeller outside tree. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's a, it's a, it's a lobby yeah, tree. It's a Four Seasons lobby tree. Okay. <laughs> um, but one of the things that was helpful, because like I saw I saw the picture of your tree and I was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice tree. Uh, but then I saw scale because I see the ladder next to it with Michelle on the ladder mm-hmm. next to it. And I was like, oh, shoot. No, that's a, Dude, it was that's a, lo- a grand tree. That's it was a that lot is. bigger than we anticipated. Because <laughs> like, I'm thinking, okay, you know, the regular a, a room is typically eight foot, you know. So I'm like. Well, yours uh, is not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm like, uh, we put the tree up, right? And Cohen, I'm looking at Cohen. His eyes are wide, right? And I go, what's up, buddy? He goes. It makes our room look small. The grand room is now small. What's funny is I didn't realize how tall your ceilings were. Uh, I just haven't. I just haven't paid attention. And then I saw that tree in there. And I'm like, I still don't see the ceiling. That's a tall tree. <laughs> that is a tall tree. Yeah, it's 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 really. But no. So my my point is is that, and I, I I know that that's not what you do. But there are there are people out there. There are cliques out there. There are groups of people who like to you put on events to make much of themselves. Whereas hospitality is, yeah. is squarely others oriented. It's about, no, I want to bless you. I want you to feel loved and cared mm-hmm. for and welcomed and, yes. and, uh, and to be at peace. Uh, it's supposed to be a good time. And so, th- so there are some stressors in there that, you know, come with like, well, I want it to be good. Yep. What about, um, but then also yeah. there, there's more, there's other stressors, not just that I want to be good. Um, there is the reality, uh, there is stressful thinking on how do we deal with the children? Mm hmm. Right. Uh, how do you deal with all these kids that are running around? Right. How do we keep them entertained and non uh, what's the word? Destructive. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I just only host um, adult parties. Uh, you know, kids a lot ever. No, you get around that. Well, that's what we did for the because we got the community group party coming up. Right. Uh, the CG Christmas party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sorry. CG leaders yeah. Christmas party. Um, and yeah, we just adults only. Yeah, just adults only for this one. No, but really, I mean, yeah, you you, you sort of have to. You have to have some sort of. You got to have a plan. A plan, right? And now, listen, if it's, uh, you know, expect if the weather's nice, you have the doors are open, people are outside, mm-hmm, everything, it's a lot mm-hmm. easier. But boy, it's like November in uh, in Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's different. Everybody's going to be inside for the most part. And then, like, do you have a room? You know, if you if you have a if you have a house with a room or a basement or something, then the, the kids can play down there. Maybe they can play some games, some video games, board games. Uh, but you, you, but no matter what you do, you're signing up for a bit of chaos. Yes, you have, and you have to be like, no, that's a part of it. There's going to be a some measure of chaos by virtue oh, yeah. of having kids. Yeah, 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 or dogs, or just people. What, what happened to your dog? Hold on, what'd your dog do? No, we we drugged them. And uh, we, well, Lucy's chill, but we put Lucy and uh, Raven upstairs and drugged Raven. Okay. Uh, which didn't seem to have much of an effect. Man, aren't you glad you guys got another pet? Yeah. And then Kelly's little dog, she's in town, brought her little chihuahua, teacup chihuahua. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She drugged it. It was what, fine. What, what'd you give it? When you say you drug it, like, what do, what do you, what, what do you have on hand that you're giving to the dog? To I, I guess first of all, it. I feel like you're a little aggressive right now. Tone it down. I feel a little judgy. <laughs> you're a little, little judge heat of judgment coming off of you. I'm just asking, okay. like, what is it like? Uh, they're just like edibles. I don't know. The, the the vet gives them to us. The dog eats mm. this thing, and then it's like a, it's a, it chills them out. Like you just have it on hand. Well, we got it 
because uh, Raven gets nervous and throws and up and stuff. So we got it. So Kelly's dog also oh, has yeah, that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so she brought her own. She has her high strung. It's a chihuahua, dude. It's like they're high strung. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so yeah, you, you, I think you're signing up for some chaos. Yeah. And it, that's that's a part of it. And you also have, you kind of have to say like, all right, well, this is going to be a part of it. Right, because sometimes you you don't you know, if you don't have to deal with it, then it's not an issue. But if you actually are having families over with kids, then yeah, and just I would say give your give the kids some clear instructions, right? Like don't listen, don't go into the master bedroom. Right, mm-hmm. that door is shut. If the door is shut, don't open it. The doors that are open, you can go in. Yeah, like, yeah. whoever you're gonna. I say. just lock them. Yeah, yeah, you can lock you can lock your doors. Yeah, from the outside. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah is it like a skeleton key uh i yeah. can't go through okay. how this works right. <laughs> um but yeah i think you know set some parameters but also make them feel included like mm-hmm. you know, just you know, like engage the kids don't yeah. just dismiss them ha- you know and not every adult's going to be that way but boy just like one or two adults that talk to the kids engage them have fun show them affection like that goes a long way yeah. for like them not acting out because yep. they're actually feeling included yep unless you know Unless what? Sometimes some kids are super just hungry for attention and they're going to just... Oh, know. yeah. Some kids are just super disruptive and destructive. I think another thing that... Uh, another uh, obstacle that people have to overcome is, is like, oh, I can't do much. I have a real small space, so I can't have people over. Or I don't have a lot of money, so I can't have people over. And I would say that, you know, that first of all, whatever size you have of a space, if you're, the hospitality that you're practicing is bringing them into where you live or stay, that... Um, well, that can dictate how many people you have over. So maybe yeah. you have two people over. That's great. That's you fine. don't have to have more than two people yeah. over. Um, you have one person over. It, like hospitality isn't uh, isn't more hospitality because you have more people. It's just hospitality. It is what it is. So just be you know kind and generous to the people. And if you're having people over, I honestly don't think that most people would care. Uh, if it is a an inexpensive meal or a cheap meal versus a, a, a really expensive meal, as long as you're like giving them something that you enjoy or something yeah. that you believe that they will enjoy, they're going to be into it. Like people, like, yeah, this is a good time hanging out. If you're if you're a good person to hang out with, it's not really going to matter. If no, yeah. If you're an awkward person that can't even carry on a conversation, yeah, you better have good food. You, but you need a buffer. If you aren't a conversation person then make sure you have somebody that is going to carry that. that there's got to be some charcuterie. So, so <laughs> how is that going to help a conversation? Uh, stuffing in their mouth. Oh, Nothing so they don't have to talk. Don't, no talking. But you, you, I would say like this, make sure you're bringing somebody in that can carry that, carry a conversation because you're going to need somebody to No, no. So oftentimes like when we're trying to get to know, oh man, I'm sure people, because ah, no, people are going to hear about it from our church. So if I'm get, trying to get to know new people yeah. and I'm like, I don't really know them that well. I don't want it awkward. I'll bring in another couple. Yeah. You know, from, a ringer. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> Someone with the gift of the gap. Yeah. Right. And I'll bring them in so that that's part of it too is like one, they get to meet other people that yep. are part of the church. And sure. then two, I have a, I have someone there to help me and I, I'll let them know ahead of time. Hey, I'm, you know, we're trying to get to know them. They're new to the church. You know, uh, let's, you know, let's, let's get together. And while I'm trying to set out, because oftentimes I'll do some like you know a lot you're of cooking the food. your yeah. stuff, yeah. That way they're not left alone, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah, we just try getting to... mean mugged by your kids. What? Nah, my kids don't do that. They only do that to you. Not anymore. They stopped. Well, no. unless they're not, they do it playfully now. No. They used to do it with in- evil intent. Evil intent. Oh, like... their eyes. Oh no, yeah, because yeah. they watch Lord of the Rings. They go, this one's an evil one. No, the dwarves. Oh, I guess some of the dwarves. Are... I don't remember. Anyway, um, so I've been reading. Oh, oh. No, well, yeah, nobody I, cares. Nobody cares. So in 2022 is going to mm-hmm. be the new the Amazon series for Lord of oh, the Rings. So I've been awful. going through. So I've been reading. Mm-hmm. I can never pronounce it. 
Silmarillion. Yeah. And uh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Now, are you, now uh, so it's supposed who's to be like reading the, this audiobook to you? It is not an audiobook. <laughs> Though I have thought to myself, can't. Could I get the audiobook? And yeah, just listen to that it? would be an easier one for me to digest as an audiobook. But uh, nah, it's been good. But just throwing this out there, mm-hmm. you definitely see uh, Tolkien's whatever. I don't. I his faith. You you definitely see. Oh, you see it in that a lot. Oh yes, it very much. Book one is is definitely a creation narrative. Yeah. Um. It, and it's you can you creation to fall right mm-hmm. like it's 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 quite yeah. yeah very symbolic very good not gonna watch it or read it or listen to it cool Don't cool cool, cool. Tolkien. um why you make fun of me for things I, no i listen i just like upsetting people about Tolkien's great he's 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 a treasure. Everybody likes Tolkien. I just like saying that he's awful. So, so I've got I got a few books. I got the whole, you know, I'm going to take like two or three of them with me on my trip because I got a quarantine. What if I, you know, so I'm just going to sit there and read. This is a uh, doctrine and devotion, not fellowship of the dorks. Okay. So um, let's uh, try to stay on, uh, stay on point. I am. I am short too. It could be fellowship of the dwarves. It could be. It could be. We do. We would pass as dwarves. Listen, what about this? What about hospitality? So like maybe moving away from... So, oh, okay. I've got another obstacle. What I about go. what about be, what about obstacles to just being a guest? Some people mm. people are nervous. They're, some people are socially awkward. Um, like we, some people just like, you know, my son, Killian, is like, ah, I'm just going to go hang out in my room. There's a lot of people here. You know, you know, he'll come down. Like, hey, what's up? And then he'll disappear. I'm famous for like hiding out in bathrooms at parties, like and then just, sending photos to Steve McCoy and I. Yeah, yeah. So you can like check in. Hey, party's going great. <laughs> hiding out in the bathroom. Um, but so some people are socially anxious. How would you encourage them to uh, to go when invited, if if at all possible? Oh, I mean, I would encourage them to go. I, I think going with someone also helps because it's okay for you to have a buffer too. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, you've got someone with you and, and I always try to make sure that Michelle and I have our, our hand signs Mm -hmm. and our signals to know like, Hey, come stand with me or like, come pull me from this conversation. Right. Or like just little things that we know about each other, little looks and stuff that we know, you know, yeah. Like this kind of stuff. Yeah, Uncle know. Bob, Uncle Bob is over here. <laughs> but no, having someone with you and, and being free to be able to say, um, or you know, to say bringing someone with you to to be able to help you in the midst of that. Yeah, make you make you more comfortable. Make you more comfortable, but um and it depends on the person. It depends on the person. Um I wonder how is it okay? Would you ever feel comfortable telling someone that you invited you? Like, I'm a little bit like, uh, would you feel comfortable saying, like, I'm a bit nervous ahead of time to somebody? Like, ah, I'm not really good with crowds and people. Like, well, I think some people w- might be able to, um, to do that. Uh, because I think that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. Yes. It, it, listen, if you really do have like, like significant social anxiety then you can just say listen man i can't do the big things because it's uh it stresses me out so uh, and i would receive that well yeah I th- most most I think I, I hosts think, would i think i'd be very shocked at a host that didn't receive that well yeah yeah again unless it's unless it, it takes a special level of like idiocity what do you how do you call it uh idiocrity yeah i don't know <laughs> i'm making words <laughs> yeah. up as i go yeah no <laughs> they, they would be then about themselves not about actually practicing hospitality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i would also tell them that like listen go 
for your sake and go for their sake. Like by you going and being a guest that like you're allowing them to use their gifts, like their spiritual gifts, or you're allowing them to serve you. Like that's a way in which you serve them. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, you know, you you can be, this should be a a mutually beneficial gathering. It's good for you. It'll be good for them. Um, And it's the kind of thing that can really lead to to stronger friendships and and all of that. I think just there's ways to encourage them, but I just know that there are some people that are like, ah, um, yeah, I'm down, I'm depressed, or I'm anxious, or, or whatever. Or sometimes we're just selfish. We're like, I just don't want to go. I don't yeah. want to go. Why well, want to go to that guy's house? Yeah. Like, well, listen, if the guy's asking you with good intentions, and just because you're not feeling it, well, maybe, maybe check your own heart and attitude there. Yeah. You know, like you could be a good influence there. But see, that should then be not an obstacle. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. It's an obstacle that you need to overcome as a host. Mm-hmm. That how then do you look out for those people? that you could tell are kind of on the side, right. not engaging, whether because people aren't engaging with them or that they're not maybe too apprehensive mm-hmm. to engage themselves. How do you create this atmosphere or um, even, I guess, not theme of the night, but how do you create like these opportunities in the midst of the evening to engage everybody? You know, I've, I've, I've talked to some really hospitable people like you guys. Uh, the Warfords were always really keen on this. If they're bringing somebody over, they, they always have another couple there at least. Yeah. And th- I'm thinking like newcomers or yep, people that yep, yep, they yep. don't know. And they always tailor who they're inviting to that particular couple or family okay so this is going to be a good fit for them or this is going to be a good balance or whatever it is they're not just randomly gathering people they're putting a lot of thought into like how can i bless them with even the people i'm inviting not just with you know the the event itself that i'm putting on so like in 2022 uh did i share this with you yet i don't know you haven't told me what it is how would i know (laughs) all right yeah fair uh in 2022 so you know i'm gonna be uh taking care of like the newcomer stuff Mm -hmm. right and new membership stuff. And so one of the things Michelle and I talked about was, well, I think, you know, uh, when people do their paperwork and they're, they're looking, you know, there's that pastoral interview. Yeah. So the thought was, instead of doing it where you meet out for coffee or something like that, we're just going to invite the family over for dinner. Mm. And then based upon their, you know, uh, geography, or if they're already part of a CG, inviting that CG leader, their yeah, family over. Sure. And that way, you know, you're trying to kind of make that connection mm-hmm. with another person that is geographically, or as you mentioned, sometimes you could tell by people's personality who sure. would click yeah. and get a, get along well, right? Yeah. Rob even did that with uh, the newcomer's lunch. Um, I know he used to, or he does or whatever, but he, if we have people from the church, people, vis- visitors, newcomers coming to our newcomer's lunch, um, he would find out where they lived and then make sure that there are CG leaders from that area mm-hmm, at the newcomer's mm-hmm. lunch. Um, just... So hey, there's an opportunity to meet somebody. So yeah. I think I think that's that's really good. Well, let's let's talk about uh, practicing hospitality because I think a lot of us, when we think hospitality, we think of Thanksgiving meal or we think of a big event that's really expensive. And so, mm-hmm. um, but there are different kinds of hospitality. If hospitality is just treating outsiders like insiders, right? Like blessing them, showing them love, loving your neighbor. Um, what are some ways that people could practice hospitality this holiday season? What's any, I mean, we'll just we'll just riff on, on on whatever comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, I think just inviting people that uh, might be alone for the holiday um, over for a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there are people out there that that maybe, uh, especially if you live in a college town, right? Like there might be kids yeah. that that can't go home for the holiday season. Well, 
invite those college students over uh, for a meal and for a game night. That's going to, that's going to, that'd be huge for them. Right. right. Um, and it doesn't have to be on Christmas day. No, it doesn't it have to be just, on Christmas day, but it could still be a very like holiday themed event that yeah. still like really blesses them and allows them to feel a sense of, of, of the season and the inclusion. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think just looking out for those people that, that might be uh, typically alone during that season uh, or just don't have other plans for that. Um, so yeah, I think going out of your way and opening your eyes. I think people also can like look for ways to do this in your home, but look for ways to do it outside of your home. Um, hospitality doesn't only happen in your house. That, that might be the most maybe intimate level of it uh, to some degree. But um, like, listen, if you're going to go to Chris Kindle market or something yeah, like yeah. that, and yeah. you're like, Hey, I'm going to, my family and I are going down there. Would you like to come with us? Yep. We're just going to hang out and eat bratwurst and like, look at the sh- little stands and all of that, <clears throat> bringing pe- inviting people into a- another experience, right. That, that you are all about something that you really like. Hey, we're going to go, you know, downtown Geneva, do the Christmas light walk and yep. all that you want to come with, like bringing them with you um, into that is nice because there you're not locked in a room, which for some people might feel a bit claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're moving around, you're walking, you're experiencing different things. It might be easier for some people to do that. And maybe you're in a, maybe your house is in a situation where it's under repair or it's just too small, or maybe you just rent a room somewhere and like, like I really can't have people over what well, you can go out with people. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be expensive. Like I said, like going for a, a walk through, you know, some Christmas event uh, is something that you could do uh, or, you know, going to watch some carolers if there's some sort of thing going on. That you're, you're just, our city's put on a lot of this kind of stuff around here. So there's lots of opportunities to go out of your way to bring people into your life when you're not able to bring them into your home. So I, I think there's opportunities like that. No, oftentimes Michelle and I would, uh, uh, we used to in the past quite a bit, um, we'd invite people to go for a movie. Yeah. Right. Um, we would just say, Hey, you want to go with us? We're going to go watch this movie. Anyone wants to join, you know, we'd love for you to join, you know, especially when we did like young adult ministry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, people would show up and then we'd go and have ice cream or coffee after, right. It was just a great time together, you know? Yeah. And, um, and you know, maybe people would say that this is not hospitality, but I view it as connected to hospitality. Um, when you like, Hey, listen, uh, you, you know, bringing somebody you'd have to have some sort of a relationship for this to probably work so but anyways i'm thinking like wow uh bringing somebody their favorite drink from starbucks uh, yeah as a surprise like hey man i just know you really like these i was stopping by starbucks here you go it's a kind gesture it's a it's an act of of kindness or mercy or whatever but you're treating them like they're a part of the family you're blessing them in a way you i would do that for my wife my wife Mm -hmm. does that for me um so wow when i do that for somebody that maybe we don't have that kind of a relationship. That's a form of hospitality. There's yeah. like little ways to do it that, that aren't like total like time sucks, you know, where it's like, mm. Oh, it's going to take a whole day to do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Little, little acts can actually get you comfortable um, treating outsiders like insiders and bringing them into your life or into your circle of life, circle of life, Sir. sphere. Um, no, I don't sing it. But I think that, uh, yeah, there, there are little things that we can do as well, like the, the, the big parties, which are great if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and if you're doing a big party or if you want to do a big party, but you're like, I don't know if I could pull it off, then t- team up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two couples can put on a party. Three couples yeah. can hey, we've decided to put on this party, you know, get a little party committee together. Yep. Right? Like you, there's, there's ways to do it so that you don't have to shoulder the whole thing. So from small X to big X, I think 
there are, you should there are going to be a lot of opportunities for you to be a guest or to take the role of of host or of you know the hospitable christian that uh that demonstrates like, kindness and this is really why you know god commands hospitality throughout the scriptures so much right in in the old testament in the new testament you know, Levit- Levit- a lot of people go to Leviticus 19. Uh, mm. When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you are strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Ooh. Lord your God. And it's like, this is a... I mean, and I, there are implications here for how we treat, you know, immigrants that, that come into the country as well, um, which are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how we're supposed to treat if immigrants. If they get over the wall, yeah. yeah <laughs> legally. I'm just saying. Um, so I think, yeah, this, there's obviously principles there. But th- there's also a principle here on how we treat others. And the reason we go out of our way to treat people that we don't know well and to welcome them into our church, into our lives, is because we know what it's like to be a stranger. Yep. We were alienated from God. We were hostile to God and his promises. Uh, we didn't love his law or his ways and yet he sought us out anyways and brought us in and made us one of his mm. that's a, that you know the, 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 there is a, a a gospel center to hospitality that should be moving us if we've experienced that kind of grace from god and because of that then you know we're also called in first peter mm-hmm. right to show hospitality to one another without grumbling <laughs> right yeah. so that it should be this act of of grace right there's this should be like this uh, this overflow of how we've been received we should be receiving others yeah we should have happy hearts about it Mm -hmm. it's you know yes it's work of course it's work if you're you know making dinner is work having guests over cleaning up all that it's work but it should be joyful work yeah this should be something like yeah i'm i'm excited to do and if really man if if you are grumbling in the midst of your hospitality Hmm. It's not for you. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's, so not, it's you're, not for you. you. At that point, you you've got to be focused on yourself. Yeah, you, I don't I don't know how else you would grumble. Even if you're sitting there grumbling, like, oh, this isn't working out the way that I wanted, and this is not great. Like again, like they're fine. You wanted it to be a certain way. You wanted it to unfold mm-hmm. perfectly. Well, that's not how things always work. No, or never. They all they they never are working out perfectly, right? But your guests are fine. They're gonna have a great time. You're being wrapped up in how. Sometimes just let it, you know, flow out into the party that it becomes. Right. You know? yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. The, this, this is, this is uh, events and meetings. They evolve, right? That's and right. Hopefully I mean, they're moving in a good direction. Don't be like Robert California and lament at the parties that were missed, but embrace the party that has become. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yep. Who's I know you Robert don't. California. Don't worry about it. Do you know who Robert California is? Yes, I do. Who is Robert California? Well, from the office. Don't worry about it. Oh my god! It's a great episode. I so much, so much hatred. <laughs> Listen, so, if you know, so you know. If okay. you know, you and know. All the office nerds out there are like, if you Rejoice! know, you know. Oh my gosh! At Robert's Cal- house before he sold it. All right, is that the guy that's on blacklist? Yep. Yeah. The, when he got ugly. All right. All was right. he ever not? Like I don't get it. Like I don't. I don't that know. guy was a famous. Oh yeah, he's too young. He was a famous '80s heartthrob. He really? Was in all the teen movies, yeah, big right. time, big time. All right, so um, yeah, man, look for opportunities to be hospitable. Look for look for opportunities to receive hospitality. Be grateful, you know, and don't use the excuse like, "Well, I just don't want to be a bother." 
you're being a bother by rejecting the invitation. Yep. Now you're a bother. Yep. Now you're a pain. Yep. And people want to bless. Listen, I like I like to say, hey, you know, don't worry about it. I'm fine over here. L- somebody wants to bless you. Let them bless you. And then in that, you become a blessing to them. Well, we'd love to get thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. we got that fresh part every Monday and Thursday. we got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've also got that all-access exclusive content. you got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrFotion.com slash all-access to register today. Later. Thank you.